Hey, babe, I'm coming to your town to do stand-up. ChrisDComedy.com. We got Boston, Philadelphia, Eatontown, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Waukegan, Illinois, Nashville, Tennessee. I'm coming this summer all the way through October. ChrisDComedy.com. Go get tickets now. I said my African-American American friends, friends don't, don't dance. We just pull up the pants and do the rock away. And hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. I said my African-American friends don't dance. We just pull up the pants and do the rock away. And hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. What's up, babe? How you doing, babe? You go, doing good? Yeah, I'm doing you good. You have on a big uh, shirt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nothing else. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. I, um, I, uh, yeah, dude, I, you ever tell, ever tell you about the time I went to the mentalist? What do you mean the mentalist? I a sh- mentalist or the mentalist? There was a mentalist in my, in my college. Yeah, I, I, well, you didn't tell me and I actually have mentalist. I, go ahead, go. You have a mentalist story? Well, I've, 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 I've seen mentalists perform. You've seen, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, As a matter of fact, I just zoomed. I just did go. I'll do, I just did two zoom mentalist shows. You just did two Zoom mentalist shows? In the last month, I have Zoomed with two mentalists. Interesting. I swear to Christ. Dan White is this magician. He's well-known. He, he used to do a show. He does a show with the I Nomad. I went with you to the show. You went with me to the I show. I went with you to the show. I was mind blown. He did a sequel to that on Zoom. I just did it here from home, from the comforts of my own home. And it was unbelievable. It was really good. And then last night... Last night, I, I was invited to, that I bought a ticket for. Right. My friend told me he did it at home. It was just great. Do it. And I did it. And it was great. Then last night, a friend of mine who, uh, is in the, who invited me to a private gathering of, of another mentalist named Jason Saran, if I'm getting his name Jason right. Saran rap. So Jason Saran or... Sh- or Jason Saran Saran. So yeah, whatever will be, will be. And uh, he did this thing. His show was called Reconnected. Okay. And he just did it for like friends and stuff. And it was an intimate little thing. And it literally... I, what I, happened? I have no balls. They what? got blown off. Again, blown off. Yeah. What happened? Well, I don't know if I should give a lot of it away, but like... Uh, yeah, but you're not giving away the secret. Do you remember, by the way, when I went with you to the Nomad Theater yes, yes. and I walked up to the magician after the show and I was like, hey, I met you a month or two ago. I was on a radio show and the guy at the radio show was messing up all your tricks. Yes. And I know how you do one of those card tricks. Great show tonight. Yeah. And he was like, he was so nice about like it. just like slowly shook my hand. That yeah. guy probably hates me he now. He was like, we were saying hello. He was he was greeting everyone goodbye, which is a nice thing to do. Yeah. And then uh, you were like, oh, and it just kind of came out because that, that was the thing you had in common with him. And then afterwards, you're like, I don't know if I I should have mentioned that. Yeah, it was innocent on my part, but after I, when we were walking down the stairs and you were like, why'd you tell him that? I was like, yeah. yeah. As I was talking, I was like, ah, this is stupid. Abort. Yeah, you were like, hey, you remember you were on uh, the radio show and your trick, trick messed up? I was there to witness that. Right. And he was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, you was should like, come, come, come again. Yeah, come again. I love you. <laughs> yeah. So what happened with your mentalist? Uh, well, that show was, shout out Dan White, by the way. That show was Dan White. tremendous. And if it's still going, because it's a hard ticket to get, go online, look up Dan White. I need to go see him at the Nomad or see a Zoom show. Right. Because, I mean, just 
just fantastic. And this is Dan White, not White Dan. White Dan is a guy that sells drugs in my neighborhood. Yeah, that's not that guy. We're talking about Dan, Dan White, White. The, the mentalist, not the magician. And I think they all know each other, I think. Uh, yeah, it's all the small... mentalists, I think it's a tight-knit community, and they all like help produce each other's tricks and, and things like that. It could be speaking out of turn. But this guy's name was Jason Zoran. Another really... Yeah, if they, they all know each other. If they had a crew, if we were all mentalists yeah. in a crew, we would call our group the Mentalist Institution. Yes, that's nice. That's what I think. Mentalist. Yeah, okay. You, it was all right. It was it's all right. It's not, not a home run. But, but. Uh, last night, there were, I, don't, I, don't know if, I, I just don't know if I'm supposed to give away. But what are you giving away? If like Also, guys, what's a mentalist? I don't get it. A what's mentalist, the, I don't know. Yeah, what's the difference between a mentalist and a magician? Mentalist can read your mind, quote unquote. Well, it says mentalists are performing artists or entertainers who appear to be psychic and demonstrate highly developed mental or intuitive feats such as telepathy, telekinesis, and mind reading. So is the Long Island medium really the Long Island mentalist? Is a medium mentalist? I don't know. It's a different name if you're the Long Island mentalist versus the Long Island medium. It's different. I played a medium on a television show. They put me in front of, on stage, a sold-out show of like 150, 200 people, whatever it was. They put me on stage for an hour and five minutes. I pretended to be a, a, a medium. Did you just get... Oh, medium talks to the dead from through, through, through the dead to you. That's what that's... Got it. I was on stage, and they told me that they were going to tell me what to say in my ear. And when I walked on stage, they were like, hey, guess what? And I heard just static. And and I, I heard shh. They pulled the plug as I walked out, and the curtains opened. It was 150 people, and I had to give an hour. I was I'll never forget. 65 minutes. I was on stage pretending to be a medium, and I actually kept people in the in the whole time. What What did you do? Like what were your little I tricks? Was, that you I was I was so nervous, and I was throwing out very broad terms, and like sometimes people weren't even answering me. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh, I'm looking, you know, for a name with an M. You know, I, I did that stuff, but then I was had to commit to something. I'd be like, I'm seeing a ring. Someone lost a ring. Something about a ring, anything, anything about a ring with anyone here, something, just think real hard, because it's not me, it's you. Someone lost a ring, something has to do with a ring. And then eventually, like, like, like a minute of that, I was like flop sweating. Someone's like, I kind of thought I had, like, that's it, that's right, that's right. And, I, and then I, I got everything wrong, no joke, dude. I got everything wrong for like 60 minutes. People were like, I think they were getting amused. I, I don't know what it was bad, but then I called up a woman on stage and I go, "Let me ask you a question." Single mother, one child. She goes, "Yeah." I go, "Nailed it." <laughs> and, I, and I loved it. After I got every single thing right, she goes, "I go favorite color is pink." She goes, "Yeah." I go, "This is what I'm, this is what I do. This is what I do." Yeah. <laughs> I just got lucky, and I got so confident that like I guess all right. That it was like be- wrong for sixty minutes. I'm like, single mother loves pink as, as one child. She goes, "Yeah." I go, "What do you guys want? What do you guys want?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. But uh, this guy last night, I don't want to give anything away. But but you're doing this over Zoom. Yeah, but how I, does it? How does? But it- like, if someone's gonna do the show. I guess it will still be as amazing. Maybe he wants me to promote, like not. Maybe he wants people to promote it. Well, you're not even saying the you, you. You haven't even said the name. If, maybe beep his. Oh, I don't know. I wanted to get. The, I want him to get the. Oh, we did say we named Saran yeah, Rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so all right, like one of the main tricks that blew my mind. Yeah, I'm not saying what the trick is. I just no. don't spoil anything. Go. Hopefully, this is not a nice thing for me to talk about. Uh, it's either this or we get sued. Whatever. He tells a woman to write down four cities on a piece of paper in opposite corners, right? Okay. And then we had these pendulums that we made. It was anything you could. Just you had a- to make the pendulums. I actually had a pendulum from my from my previous mentalist show. <laughs> Believe it or not, yes. They sent a pendulum, and I had my own. But you could make one by just hanging like a ring off a piece of string. It just needs to be a little something weighted on a piece of string, or even a floss. It was very easy. Okay. So, so, so before both shows, like before he he makes you watch a video to just tell you that you need the pendulum. 
Okay. So, so it's like a one minute video. So it's just him. And he's just like, hey guys, if you're joining me tonight, uh, I just need you to have a pen and paper and a pendulum. And you can make a pendulum very simply by taking a ring and putting it on the end of a piece of string. Simple stuff. Right. And we're like, okay. And that's the video you watch. That was it. So it comes a time, lady won't raise her hand. He says, pick four cities. Right. And write them in the corner of pieces of paper. Put right. an X in the middle of the paper. Now hold the pendulum. As steady as possible above the X. As steady as possible. Do not move your hand. Stay as frozen as you can. And the lady was like this. And then all of a sudden, the pendulum started moving, even though she wasn't moving it. And it started swinging to one corner of the four random cities that she wrote down. So he's like, are you moving the thing? She's like, no. He goes, is it clearly going to one of the corners? She's like, yes. He's like... Uh, is it a place you 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 want to go to? Is that what it is? She goes. Actually, I've always really wanted to go there. Right. And he goes. And what is it? And it it was uh, um, B- B- Bozeman, Montana. That's okay. Like, does that sound like a place? Bozeman, Montana. Bozeman, Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Bo- it was. She goes. Bozeman, Montana. Very. I mean, Bozeman, Montana. It's a random one. I would have wrote like Tahiti. Yeah. You know, like Hong Kong. I don't know. Bozeman, Montana. So. She's like, yeah, I actually really, I've always wanted to go that. I can't believe it gravitated to that because that's what I wanted to go to more than any place else. And he's like, that's amazing, right? And then he goes, hey, did you did you watch my video? Because you had the pendulum. She goes, yeah. He goes, uh, everybody go pull up your videos that he sent out, by the way, earlier in the day. And he's in his kitchen and, and behind him on the fridge was all, you know those magnet letters that you give to kids where they spell stuff, yeah. like all the different colors? Yeah. It was just letters from his, I guess if he has a kid, maybe he doesn't, it was just a prop, but the whole fridge was there from the video he sent earlier. And in the middle of those things, it said pick and then Bozeman. Wow. So she saw that video, I guess what we're assuming is that she saw the video and it subconsciously got in her head and she wrote it and it came out. But the video is from hours before, which is wild, wild. And then another guy, right? That's insane. Actually. I know it's, it's wild. Right? Cause what if, cause that may not work all the time. I, I don't, I, I don't understand what happens when it doesn't work and I hope I'm not giving anything away. But anyway, another thing is a guy, he asked another guy and I won't say the specifics on air, but he asked another guy to open up Wikipedia Right. And then he said, like, uh, go to any article, Google anyone. And then he said, pick a name, a, a word on that page. Think of it in your head. And then he wrote it, turned around. It was the word that the guy was thinking of. And then he said, pick a celebrity alive or dead throughout history right now or forever. And, and the guy did it. And then the guy, the person chose... He goes, go back to the video I sent you this afternoon. So he pulls it up on a shared screen. He goes back to the video. He zooms in... On the right of the fridge, there's a little pad, and there's a piece of paper hanging off of it, and it says the name of the person. In the video he sent us earlier in the day, the name of the person that that guy chose randomly and looked up. The guy was having a full-blown conniption fit. I, I was, was like, I can't believe this. I couldn't show that. The guy was freaking out. It was the craziest thing ever, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, like, it was like, wow, this is, this is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Because stuff like that, because with the Bozeman thing, I'm like, could they have edited the video? Could he have like a helper that's making it? And then you go, but you're saying it was like the same no. link to the video that you always had. No, yes. Everybody just missed it. How about this? Are you ready for this? No, but let's do it. I don't want to give it away. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Okay, at the end of the show, he told us to go check something that happened, not the video, something else, that happened when the show first started. And I, I don't know how to do this without giving it away. I don't want to give it away on the guy. The most insane thing ever, though, was that he somehow, before the show started, wrote 
what was going to happen in the show, who he was going to speak to, what they were going to guess, and the and that all happened. And then the thing that we went to look at was timestamps, so you know that it didn't happen after the show. And he wrote, predicted what was going to happen in the show, and it all happened. Now, granted, I know this is a trick, but I don't even I can't even figure out how he pulled the trick off. I, I feel bad. I don't want to give Can away you just tricks. Do it? I mean, we just want to know. I mean. <sighs> I, I don't. I personally have no magician law. I don't know magician. I don't know law. what the law because my whole thing is he's probably created a show that's only going to work on Zoom, right? The, once the world opens up, they're not going to go see that show live. You know, he, okay. he's doing Zoom tricks. I mean, I do have a question. Do you believe it? He's like a kind of pseudo con man, or he's like some kind of? Oh no, no, he's an entertainer. I don't think he's a, a con man. I mean, I'm sure there's people that use this type of thing to trick people, but this is just a you know magician kind of entertainment kind of guy, and he's great at it. I don't know how he did it. I don't think he has any abilities, but I just I, I want him can, to say it. All right, beep this. I can't. I can't say it. I don't want to ruin it for the guy. And but how do you know it's ruining for the guy? You don't even know the tricks. How do you know? Because, but don't you think everybody goes and tells their friends exactly the whole show, and then say you got to yeah. see this guy, and then they'll yeah. go see that guy. And it has to be a different thing. Yeah. What about the guy with Dan White when he was when he made that he pulled that girl up on stage and he pointed to the exact word out of these million words that she could have yeah. picked. He picked it and he had it circled with his ass and whatever. He went crazy. <laughs> yeah. We told everybody what happened, and he probably did it again the next night. That's true. So okay. just tell the tricks. <laughs> okay. This is this we're getting behind we're getting behind the, the curtain. Okay, the show started at like seven o'clock. He guess anything exactly about you that came true and you weren't in on it. Uh he called on me and I messed it up. <gasps> yeah. What'd you do? Well, because I I just he, he gave specific instructions and I didn't do something right and I was like the guy on the Zoom that messed it up. I didn't mess up his trick, but he's like, No, I can't do it with you, I gotta do it with someone else. And I was like, Oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you never gave up your address. I don't know. I and don't what would know. they be? The, would the doorman just, you know, let somebody up with a red balloon? <laughs> right, right. No, you not know what yet. I mean? Yeah, I don't know. But it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And he he did he did some other crazy things too, man. He did stuff that blew me away. He, okay, he had someone who's he? Saran Saran or or White Dan? Danny Dubs. Okay, Dan White did another amazing thing. Okay, he he tells a guy to call. He tells a random guy, Google restaurants near you, right? Okay. The guy Googles a restaurant. He shows it. He goes, this is the three closest near me. He goes, pick the one closest. He goes, all right. Uh, all right. He goes, what's the number? Dan White calls the guy. He goes, pick a number between one and 500 or whatever he said. The guy's like, what? Uh, we're closing. Who is this? He goes, just pick a number. The guy picks a number, right? You think it's, you don't know where it's going. After that, he says, you know, they, they mail those packages to the house. That's where I got my pendulum and a couple right. other things. And he goes, some of you have a book. Oh, no. He goes, he, he goes I, I sent some of you a dictionary. Then he tells someone else, pick a, he goes, rip a one page out of the dictionary and sit on it. He, he tells, give it the book to your husband or something. I might be messing this up. Give the book to your husband. He's going to rip out one page in a dictionary. Give it to you. You sit on it. Don't ever get up for the rest of the show. Right. And then later, the guy from the pizzeria picks a number between like one and 500. He tells the girl to get up off her ass, flip to the book, and see what page is missing. And it's the page of the number the guy from the How? pizzeria. Wow. It was Satan. It, it was the wildest thing. I, I, I may have messed up the intricacies of it, but it was something to that effect. And it was just mind-blowing. I'm so... How do people not break their computers? Like, if that happened, I, I, know, just, I would have smashed my MacBook. into a fit of rage. Yeah, spike it. It's unbelievable what he did. Wait, so he... So Dan White is doing shows. Like, you can go buy tickets for Dan White now on Zoom. Yes. That's amazing. Uh, if he's still doing them, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, dude. Yeah, no, the frick, it, people, pe that scene, see, because like, you know, it's all illusions, right? It's not, it's magic, but it's like sure. this illusion. And I can understand. Well, I get fascinated just as much with trying to understand how they pull the illusion off. Well, I can understand someone, and not that I can understand it, but like when someone is in, when you're in the room with someone, there's a lot of sleight of hand, there's things you could do. Yeah. But on Zoom? How are you doing this on Zoom? <laughs> I don't, I like don't the know. way that the mentalists are able to adapt. Yeah. Like how did Dan White just adapt to it Zoom? Was, and it was a really professional show. It had music, lighting. He was in a studio. It had camera work. It was. It was. It was. It was like a. It was like I was living in the future. We felt like we were watching the show that we watched in the theater. It was really, just really cool. Well, it says. Is, is there any, like, illusion behind the scenes? Like, do we have any things, like, that they've uncovered, like how they might be able to? I keep searching around. It says, like, they make you think what they want you to think. I don't get it. The illusion is that, the illusion is that it is not mind reading, but rather mind whispering. They create the illusion that they are reading your mind, but most of the time they just tricked your mind into thinking what they want you to think. Yeah, but how did he? But how does he trick someone? How does he know what page she's yeah, gonna? I, I, I mean, I, obviously, some way. But I, I, I mean, we had a Zoom. I, I went and I knew people that did it, right. and we all zoomed afterward and just like were talking theories on how he did it. Nobody had balls. For like an hour, blown off. But no one had balls. They all got blown off. One hundred percent, dude. My <laughs> ball. I remember. I remember weighing in two pounds lighter the day after we saw Dan White because my balls. I had no balls, and I was like, "Oh, my keto must be working." Kind of ball. But it's oh. But then I grew back, and then you know something I do. Uh, this is a fun thing that you could do. Do you ever? Do you ever like do jokes just for yourself? Oh, all the time. All the time. So you do something that you're the only one witnessing it or seeing it. You laugh, and it's for you, and that's yeah. where it stays. Yep. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I do that a lot too. One of the things I do, and I've done it for like a long time, and it became a habit. And then Joe and I started competing when we go to a restaurant. If I'm at any restaurant that's like, like just slightly nice, right. you know, just any any kind of upscale or medium scale to above restaurant, on the way out, as I'm walking to the door, I just lean in right behind someone's ear at like a table on the way to the door, and I go, try the jalapeno poppers that blow your balls off. And I, just, and, I just, and I don't wait for them to answer. I just keep walking out. Keep walking. And I just turn back, and usually there's an array of different reactions that happen. Yeah. Sometimes they're confused. Sometimes they're angry. Sometimes the whole table just starts, like, slamming. That, like, ah! Yeah. But now, then we kept doing it. Now we, like, we try to outdo each other. Right. So now I'll just go, like, and I'll just be like, it, it, now we just lead with, excuse me, I have, literally, I have no, no testicles. Yeah, and they'd be like, "What?" I'd be like, "They got blown off because I tried the jalapeno pop. It's getting around for the table." And I just walk out. <laughs> it's so much fun. Do that. I said, "It's a, I, my gift to you guys." It's just and fun when you're at a restaurant, when you're walking out, your coats on, people are eating. Just lean, get in too close for comfort. Don't too close for comfort. Don't let them even see you coming. And go, excuse me, try the jalapeno pop. It's to blow your balls off. People are just like, "What?" Sometimes people are just like, should we get the poppers? <laughs> you know what I do sometimes when I'm, and, and I still do it, and I, sh I should probably stop. A anytime I'm leaving a tip on a credit card, I'll put a piece of food over the tip and just watch the waiter or waitress have to move the piece of food to see how much tip they got. <laughs> That's <laughs> so stupid. You're so stupid. And I never tell anyone, and I just watch. I just let my family. I'm like, oh, let me warm up the car for you guys. And then I just watch her move a piece of lettuce or him move a piece of lettuce. Like, <laughs> you know, we did some um, buddy on my show, Mar, for like 
a decade, uh, any time that he would he would pay his bill, like a lot of times it'll be like four checks, or if we pay for each other, whatever it was. When he got the bill, he would always just sign, and like he would never he would never look. Or he'd get up to the bill. He just was always left it unattended. Right. So whenever he like for any time that he got up and ordered and then wasn't looking or got up and go to the bathroom, he would sign his thing, put his tip in, and then get up. Right. right. And every time he did that, we opened it back up and added like a one in front of the number. Or like a zero at the end of the number. So, because he didn't, he, he he would always brag about how he just doesn't. All his bills are on auto pay. He never worries. Because I used to like up until like a week ago, I would put stamps and envelopes for all my bills. Right. So yeah. he was always making fun of me, and he's like, "What are you doing? Simplify your life. I don't even look at my. Uh, I don't do any accounting whatsoever. I don't balance a checkbook. What are you nuts?" And I was like, eh. "So then we all started. So he would get up if he would leave like you know, I don't know, like eight dollars. We made it eighteen. Right. If he would leave like you know five dollars, we made it fifty. And we and we had a game where we would tally how much we cost him extra, right? And that would go in our bank, and we were trying to see who could cost him the most money over right. time, right? And then one time he caught one of us doing it, and he freaked, and then he was like, he, he thought it was funny, but then it hit him at once. He's like, "Have you done this before?" And we're like, "Yeah." And he goes, "How many times have you done this?" And we're like, "We have done it every physical possible time we could in the last ten years." <laughs> yeah, we might have cost him thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Was he mad or he just didn't care? I mean, at that point, what are you going to do? We don't know the dollar amount. What's gone is gone. What happened has happened. you got to just say, good job. Good job. It's a great job. Yeah, it's a great job. Wow, dude. Yeah, I mean. Do I that g- to your friends. I give you that, too. 100%. Do it to your friends and see. And you so- make sure they don't own a gun. Did I tell um, you what my buddy did to me on a bad Santa Christmas dinner? No. I have, like, a tradition. We do you like have a, a fun life. You always have you have like fun festive things like a bad Santa Christmas dinner. Yeah. And you always have like a certain type of party. Yeah, I like got, it. You gotta. I got no. I th- I think you do great. Yeah. Yeah. So we have an annual. We we have this annual party where we go out for Chinese food with like the same fifteen people. Uh, no joke. I think it's like our twelfth year or something like that. Did you miss it for the, the pandy where first you get year it? ever yeah, you missing it? And like no joke, dude. That long first year, but you know what we did. We all Venmoed my friend Jay. Shout out Jay Miller. Shout out Jay Miller. My friend Jay, he heads up. He usually takes control of booking the reservation and every year and all that stuff. And um, we he made it. We all Venmoed him money, and he went to the restaurant and gave the waiter the money anyway. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Because he he was gonna miss out that year. Yeah. But we do the thing where we all pick out of a hat, and it's a bad gift. So after the dinner's over, everyone gets their gifts on the table, and we start and we go, "Who did you get?" And then we go around the table, and everyone stands up, says who they got, says a little something about the person and then they give them the gift and they, and they open up in front of everybody. Right. It's just really fun. Like we've it's gotten great. everything from like like one someone gave someone a cat and they <laughs> like and an to, actual to, to alive this, cat. To this day they have the cat. Yeah, they like <laughs> he gave them a pet. Like it gets it gets intense. Right. And one of my friends her she's she was divorced but her wedding album like in back in the day they used to spend like a grand on a wedding album and the and the pages were like thick cardboard right. and it was like pressed onto the pages right. like that big book. Right. She she in the first year she gave the wedding album and then someone regurgitated it, regave it every and for 12 years someone has got her wedding album. <laughs> and the thing is you get it, you have to save it. Okay. There's two there's two gifts like that that go around that have been there around forever. Somebody gave someone a buttered roll uh, the first year in tinfoil. That roll we have tw- it's 12 years later we have the same roll. So what is it just in the just it's, it's roll in tinfoil in a, in a Ziploc bag. People just when you get it you put it in your freezer, you keep it in your freezer for one year and then you give the roll to somebody else. It's amazing. So my buddy Joe Imbergio, shout out Joe Imbergio, shout out Joe Imbergio. Bad boy. He's yeah. uh, he writes on my show. He's my good buddy, musician, does a lot of the music for the show. He this mother effer had me and he somehow gets my wallet. I didn't know this. Steals my credit card. The 
when it's time to pay the bill before we do the gifting ceremony, he get, excuses himself for the bathroom, goes to the front, gets the check, pays the bill with my credit card, gets it printed out, puts it in the leather jacket, wraps it in, in gift paper, and then sits back down. When I saw so I turn to go, he gives it, I open it. It's the checkbook with my card. With the, It was $650. <laughs> he ran my card, and then it said, uh, Merry Christmas, I gave you the gift of giving. <laughs> Were you mad so, at him for you? Which is like, no, it's a great, I couldn't It's kind of like what Murray was like, like you, what's done I said, is done. that is really funny. Yeah. I said, touche, you son of a bitch. Son of a bitch, you freaking Plus nailed. tip. Nailed you. Nailed me. I and you said for your New Year for your Christmas dish it's always Chinese food? Yeah. I've just started eating Chinese food. Just started. No, really? I swear to God, yeah. So the place we go is this real cool place. It's a time capsule in Staten Island. It's by the mall. It's called Jade Island. Okay. It's um like a tiki, like Pan-Asian. Like, it's like this real like kitschy place where you can get like, uh, you know, zombie drinks with umbrellas. And it's, it's best. You sit in these little boots that are huts and stuff. Right. It's like a Staten Island institution. Right. So it's Chinese food. So yeah, so that's where we go every year. Shout out to- Shout out Jade Island. Shout out Jade Island. Yeah, I just started eating Chinese food for the first time in my life. I've been eating shrimp with lobster sauce that's what i get shrimp lobster sauce and and rice what made you why did you never eat chinese food prior i don't um i don't know it just wasn't part of my cuisine at all and i would be like Your cuisine yeah <laughs> is it not is, is chinese food not you know what's what makes a cuisine what <laughs> what makes chinese food cuisine yeah cuisine i mean cu- cuisine <laughs> what am I saying wrong? No, it's not Chinese cuisine. Like cuisine? You're saying cuisine? Chinese cuisine. Cuisine. Chinese. What, what am I? Am I saying the word wrong? Cuisine. 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 Chinese cuisine. Yeah, it's not cuisine. It's not cuisine. It's Chinese cuisine. It's not cuisine. It's cuisine. Yeah. So cous. it's Italian. It's not Italian it's, cuisine. U I S. You're saying like you're a coos, like coos hound. Coos hound. <laughs> Yeah. You're saying cuisine, like C O C. It's cuisine. Cuisine. No, it's not cuisine. It's cuisine. Chinese, Chinese like cuisine. quiz, like quiz show. Chinese, yeah, quiz. 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 Cuisine. Cuisine. That's what it what is. What was I saying? Cuisine. Chinese cuisine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying. I was saying. <laughs> you heard that right? It's Chinese cuisine. Me, right? Chinese cuisine. Yeah. I heard it, yeah. I heard it. So you eat? Why? Why did you never eat? I mean, cuisine's funnier. <laughs> yeah, cuisine. Why did you never eat cuisine? I don't know. It's just not. It's just we, my family would always have pizza. Or we'd get, you know, food oh, from a diner. But you never had, like, pork fried rice or... Never be- had, I told you, first pork chop was on the bro- last episode. Beef broccoli? Nothing. Uh, beef and broccoli, I've never had. Egg rolls? I never will have. I've had wonton soup. But, but I asked you if you had an egg roll. <laughs> I went, egg roll? You went, yes, I have had a wonton soup. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. An egg roll is, I think, one of the most underrated things in the world. An egg roll is not as good, but an egg roll, I think, is so goddamn good that if you... I always want to eat more than one egg roll. I've never eaten more than two, but I want to eat five. Well, like Chinese, if you had, to, if you could pick Chinese food or pizza, are you always going to go pizza over Chinese food? Well, pizza is like, I mean, really, pizza is a hard to beat. Pizza is like, yeah. the ultimate, right? But I, are you a Chinese food guy, pimp? You know, it's a food I've never had in my life, and I will eat it on the show if you want to. Indian food. I've never in my life had Indian food. Yeah, it's it's a. Do you like spices? Do you like curries no. and things like that? Yeah. If you don't, it's it's hard to. Uh, that's, a, that's a that's pretty predominant in a lot of the cuisine. Because at least in New York, anytime I go past an Indian food restaurant, nobody's ever in there. You know what I mean? That's a Seinfeld episode, by the way. Really? Yeah, Babu Bhatt. What? Very very good man. Very bad man. 
It's it's a whole thing. This this really sweet Indian guy opens up a thing. No one goes there, so Jerry starts going there, and then Jerry gets a little bit of a sense of entitlement, and he has a falling out with Babu Bhatt, and it's this whole thing about the, the cuisine. But yeah, you got to watch Seinfeld. Never seen Seinfeld. I've, I've seen. I've, I've not that I've uh, never you seen don't Seinfeld. Know Seinfeld. I've never seen The Godfather, but I've I, I've never even seen a second of The Godfather. But Seinfeld, I've seen episodes here and there. I'm a little hot because I'm wearing a flannel. I noticed you're wearing a. Like a dead to rights, full on winter coat. Chrissy Carhartt's. Yeah, are you I'm not? Wearing, are you not dying inside right now? I'm committed to the bit. Yeah, but yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where I I ate a couple extra sweets, so I'm trying to incinerate the calories <laughs> yeah. with the Carhartt jacket while we do the podcast. You ate, you ate, you just ate food. Then you throw on this heavy jacket. I see you over there. You're like getting hot. Yeah, you're like you're like. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm, you're fading. I know. I'm fading. Wow. I'm fading. Yeah, but you know, but the, listen, I did it to myself. What did you eat for Chinese food? Shrimp and broccoli. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, a shrimp, shrimp and lobster, lobster sauce. sauce. You ever wow. get the shrimp and lobster sauce? Yeah, I've had that. Yeah, I pretty much had everything on a Chinese menu. Right. You, you, I, wow. This so this is a whole new world for you. I Are you excited? I'm excited, but I I don't I still you know even with sushi and Chinese food I just don't use the chopsticks and I don't know how to use the chopsticks and I don't understand how you know people in the Asian community can just so freely and easily use the chopsticks. For me, a fork, a knife, and a spoon is just a better option. You know, did you ever hear that Seinfeld bit? Is there really Seinfeld bit about that? I swear to God, great bit. No, but this is from a stand-up. He's like, you know, I got to get a hand to the Chinese people. They're really hanging out, hanging in there with the chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a 30-year-old bit. He goes, yeah. you know they've seen the fork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, put it together. He goes, you see farmers out there plowing the land, right, right? with a pitchfork, a fork, right? He goes, they're not plowing four, uh, 100 acres with a couple of pool cues. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I actually use, I'm not like, I don't think I'm a chopstick professional, like Karate Kid when he catches the fly. Right. But like, I can't eat Chinese food or Japanese food without using a chopstick. But it feels what is it about it? Like, what? I, like, I won't dig into my Chinese food with a fork. I, 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 my Same body for you, Pimp? Oh, no, I'm trash. I can't use a chopstick. Fork and knife. Oh, I yeah. eat sushi uh, with my hands. I, I'll pick it up and eat it with my nah, fingers. I, I don't feel right eating sushi or Chinese food without the chopsticks. It feels like... I'm cheating or something. I don't know Do what it is. Do you think workers at Chinese food restaurants and sushi restaurants, when the customer asks for a fork and knife, they get very offended and they're like, F table 15? No. As a matter of fact, I believe that they become accustomed to giving out uh, plastic cutlery. Because right. they, because I believe that what you're saying to me is a common issue that people have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm not alone in not knowing how to use chopsticks. No. No, you're not alone. How do you eat wonton soup with a chopstick? Mm, no. Then I use a spoon. But do the Asian, do Chinese use a spoon as well? No, actually, you know what they probably do? They probably eat, eat whatever they can with the, and then just sip it out of the bowl. Just sip it out of the bowl. Yeah. Right. You do, you do a sake? Like a sake bomb? Yeah, it's like shots Well, of that's sake. a, the bomb is like a shot equivalent, but do you drink sake? Filtered, cold, hot. It's alcohol, right? Yeah, it's like like rice wine almost, or like a, yeah, I've, I've, I don't know. Sake I've definitely had. I've definitely done sake bombs. Yeah, well, that's, then that, that's when you're turning it up. Fermented rice. Yeah. It's a for in Japan, sake is a general term for any alcoholic beverage. And what Westerners know as sake actually refers to Ninohushu. Ninoshu. Ninanshu, the tradition the traditionally brewed and fermented drink. Do you want to do an episode we call call it the sake bomb? Where we have like a huge bottle of sake and by the end of the episode we have to have finished it? Thousand percent. Just see what happens. Thousand percent. See where the journey takes us. And then furthermore, even add to the bit, we then go ahead if hopefully the world's open, go do comedy for a small audience and bomb for that audience. And oh, that's sake be fun. bomb. Right yeah. from here, yeah, we'll go. We'll get we'll get wrecked from here on Saki. We'll finish the episode. Go right to our spots together. We'll go on the same show. Yeah. We'll have pimp record.
record it, and then yeah. we'll 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 put the uh, we'll put the th- those sake bomb sets on the Patreon. Patreon. I'm sick and tired of taking vitamins and having neon green pea. Well, then you got to try Peak, babe. Peak is a supplement of a vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams, okay? Studies have shown that you might absorb up to 50% of, 50. of vitamin C in your pee and piss it right out. This thing, bioavailable, full spectrum. I don't know what that means, but I know it sounds good. But it is, no, it's maximized for absorption. That is the key. Yeah, yes. maximized for absorption. These, it's a ready to consume. Di- from di- you take this directly from the packet. <laughs> I did it. That's not blood. That's that's peak tea coming at you. I'm telling you right now. They use liposomal. Li- now these are big words, and I'm gonna try my best. Let's do it. Liposomal, li- lipo- liposomes, liposomal encapsulation technology. Well, liposomes are made from the same stuff as our cells. Right, right. So that's exactly where you need it. Revolutionary formula supports your immune system. It supports cellular health. Right. Uh, healthy collagen levels and healthy aging. And whoever has this flavor, I've never seen a company that has this flavor. And when you see it in a company, when you see it on the shelves, you have to get it because it goes quick, black European elderberry flavor. Yep. You can I mean, use that's it. number one. You could take these on the go. Just throw them in your pocket, your purse, and everything. Take it once or twice a day. It tastes good, so you look forward to it. Yep. And the soy-free liposome, so we got no soy boys over here. <laughs> no. And if you just go to peaktea.com, yeah. that's P-I-Q-U-E-T-E-A.com, slash hey babe, and use the code hey babe at checkout, you get 5% off your first order plus free shipping when you purchase a bundle. I'm telling you, if you want your vitamins absorbed into your body and blood and you don't want it to hurt on your stomach and you don't want neon green pee-pee, you got to go to Peak Tea. Sorry, P-I-Q-U-E-T-E-A dot com slash hey babe, promo code hey babe. Check out at checkout and you get 5% off your first order and you get free shipping when you purchase a bundle. Uh, let's play peekaboo. Sorry. <laughs> you know that I love cereal? Yes. It's one of my top three foods. Right. And I couldn't eat it. I had to abandon cereal because most cereal is terrible for you. Right. It's just sugar, no matter what you think. It just right. gets out to sugar. So I stopped, but uh, we got a sponsor on board. I tried it, and cereal is back for me. It's got to be Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. Everybody talks about Magic Spoon. Yes. I mean, everybody literally, because is it all, it's got 13 grams of protein, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net, gram, <laughs> only four net grams of carbs, and it's only 140, 140 calories a serving. You have a stroke. Just yeah, I'm do sorry. you smell toast? Yeah, I'm sorry. Listen to me. Here's the part, though. I lost my mind because I got excited. <laughs> it's zero sugar, though. Zero sugar. It's zero sugar. So And they have, like, chocolate. They have frosted. They have fruity. Uh, Cocoa with peanut butter, which they say tastes exactly like a peanut butter cup. It is, like, you know how you like have healthy cereal and it tastes like, oh, this doesn't taste right? Right. Somehow they made this cereal taste like actual cereal again. Yeah. And then you could just eat it, and it's not bad for you. It's like, it's ridiculous. I've been passionate. Pounding boxes of this stuff. <laughs> I probably cancel out the health benefits by eating a sleeve of four boxes of Magic Spoon every time I eat it. Well, well listen, if you go to magicspoon.com slash hey babe, you get a variety pack and you get $5 off your order. But here's what you got to do. You got to go to magicspoon.com slash hey babe, but also put in the promo code hey babe. Don't forget to put in the promo code hey babe after going to magic, magicspoon.com hey, <laughs> hey babe. Sorry. I'm just going to let Sal do it. I love Magic Spoon. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash hey babe and use the promo code hey babe to save five dollars off yeah I, i'm getting to the asian cuisines i'm getting to the indian cuisines uh well the indian cuisine i have to still yet uh i have to get into even though i my ancestry.com proves to me that i'm mostly german i do not like german food yeah, German food is heavy and it's really out there. You got to really want to like, I always feel like German food is heart attack food. You're right. It's like a lot of broad. What do they got? Pretzels? 
Onions, brat. Hot dogs. Cabbage? Brat, brat, worse. Yeah, cabbage, I, I guess, know. a little Bangers, bit. Bangers, mash, is that? They eat rabbit, too. They call it Hassenpfeffer. And the only reason I know that is because in Mighty Ducks 2, um, the coach, what's the coach's name again? Is it Franz? What was the coach's name? The old man is like Hassenpfeffer. I forget. you never seen Mighty Ducks? I have, but it's did, been since Mighty Ducks. By the way, did you see the turnaround? Emilio Estevez, right? Emilio Estevez, did you see the turnaround from Goldberg the goalie? From the actor who played Goldberg, the goalie on Mighty no, Ducks? No, so now you mean? Yes, he was fully like on drugs and really down on his ways. Like I think he might have even been using like heroin and crystal meth and then got sober. And you've never... Look at this. This is what Goldberg, the goalie, looked like a year oh ago. Oh, my God. This is what he looked like a year ago. He's in his mid-30s. He looks oh, like, my God. He looks like a 75-year-old Native American man. Now, oh, my look, God. Now, look to him now. Now, now go, do go, Goldberg, the goalie, today or whatever... Yeah. Did he turn it around? He turned it all oh, around. Look at him back on God. the left. Goldberg he looks back like Goldberg goalie. again. But look at, wow. look, look at how crazy that was. Good for him, man. Great hair either way. Great smile. Even, even, when he was, even when he was in the midst of a drug use. I mean, look at how great that hair was. Yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. That's yeah, really good to hear. He came all the way back. That's why I brought it up because it's a feel-good story. Kid came all the way back. Yeah. But then you know my, Emilio Estevez. You know Emilio. That's, and Charlie Sheen. Yeah. That, our brothers and then their father's Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Emilio Estevez. So I think it's Charlie Estevez, actually. Sheen is the fake name. So why didn't he want to go by Estevez? I don't Estevez know. is a great is last so name. So Martin Sheen is Martin Estevez? Uh, uh, Can we look up Martin Sheen? Maybe they got different fathers? Yeah, but then how would he be Charlie Estevez? Martin Sheen named Sheen Estevez. His name is, Martin Sheets' real name is Ramon Antonio Gerardo Estevez. Whoa. I, I wouldn't get that from looking that. at him. Martin he looks Sheen, like his name is Bill Smith. Martin Sheen plays like a retired old Irish man in every movie and TV show, and his real name's Ramon Antonio Gerardo Estevez. I mean, if that's my name, that's what that's my name. I mean, that's it. That's a name right there. If yeah. that's it. That's it. Oh my God! His initial spell rage. Rage. I've never seen Apocalypse Now. That's supposedly a great movie. Oh my God. Yeah, that's a. Did you ever see? Uh, you know what Rage just reminded me of? You ever see? Um, uh, Dangerfield, Ronnie Dangerfield. What's his big back to school? Oh, yeah. Did you see that? No, he's, I don't giving think so. the, he's giving the speech. He's like, Rage, Rage. He, he has, um, what's his name from uh, a famous author? So it goes Edgar Allan Poe. No, no, um, uh, Kurt Vonnegut. Okay, okay. So he, he has to do a he goes back to school, obviously, to college. He goes to Carnegie Mellon and he has to do a project on and he's rich. Remember, I don't know if you remember the movie. I vaguely remember he's the movie. He's got to do a, pro, a paper on Kurt Vonnegut, and so he he, <laughs> he hires Kurt Vonnegut to, to write the paper because he's rich. <laughs> and then he reads the paper in, in school and he gets into a fight with a teacher who I think he's romantically linked to. And she goes, and another thing after the fight, she goes, whoever wrote that paper doesn't know the first thing about Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> 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 Ronnie, you know what's fascinating? No, he passed away. He did? He died years How do ago. I don't remember that. And Dangerfield's closed. His comedy club, Dangerfield's closed in the midst of the pandemic, and they say it's haunted by Dangerfield's ghost. Wow. You know, you know how many good Dangerfield stories there probably are? Dude, do so you know many. what's amazing, what's insane about Rodney Dangerfield? Oh, shit. He died 60, 17 years ago. In 2004. Do you know that he did not get famous till he was in his late 40s? Same thing as Morgan Freeman. Wow. Didn't get famous until they were in their 40s or 50s. Really? Yeah, dude. No, Rodney Dangerfield in his 40s was like working a job oh, as right. like a salesman. I didn't know that about Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman didn't get famous until he was 50. Look at uh, Rodney Dangerfield's real first name. It's Jack Roy. Yeah. Jack Roy, but born Jacob Rodney Cohen. So Jacob Cohen turned to Jack Roy, turned to Rodney Dangerfield. 
Yeah. If yeah. you had to not use your real name, did you ever think about what you would have as like a like showbiz a, or fake an alias? Like or if it wasn't Chris Stefano? Yeah, like let's say you had to, but it's going to be not like to be private, but like that's your name in the public. Like that's your entertainment name. What, My entertain- what, um, what would, like would you? The, uh, Ace Hardware. <laughs> where'd you pull that from? I don't know. I just go by Ace Hardware. All right. Coming to stage now, Ace Hardware. Joe Gatto almost named, almost named his son Ace. Yeah. Isn't that something else? That's a that's a big, big choice. That's a big choice. Jasmine wanted to name our daughter, whose name is Delilah. She wanted to name her Ace Lynn. And I was like, this is, we're not naming her Ace. Ace, first name, Lynn, middle name, Ace Lynn. But one name, Ace Lynn. Like Iceland. Yeah, like Iceland. Ice yeah, Aslan. I was like, Ashlyn? She was like, no, Aislinn. I've never heard that name. She made it up. Mm. Yeah, she just made it up. I was like, we're not naming her Aislinn. But it's a, oh, it's a French male name, meaning noble. Oh, we shouldn't have named her Aislinn. Wow. She would have, yeah. Ash, Ashlyn. Aseline. Aseline. Oh, pronounced Aseline. Aseline, like gasoline. Aseline. Can I have some gasoline? Aseline. Who's the strangest named person you've ever met? Strange. I met I met a kid. I went to school with a kid in high school. I don't know if I talked about it in this podcast. His name was Roy G. Biv, which was Roy G. Biv is how you remember the colors of the rainbow. But his name was Roy, middle name G, last name Biv. And his parents did it as a goof. But his name, I graduated with a kid named Roy G. Biv. His last name was really Biv, and his middle name was really... He was an his Indian parents kid. just went for it? He just went for it. Roy G. Biv is probably... Wow. The, yeah, the, oh, and then there was two brothers who used to play high school, high school basketball against. Their names were Scientific and Majestic Map. Oh, my yeah. God. They're good players. Google Scientific Map. No way. One was Scientific. The other one was Majestic or Majestic Map. Scientific Mur- Map, Majestic Map, Mur- basketball. Murray went to Georgetown, and his coll- one of his next-door neighbors in the dorms was Abukar Abu Al. You know the guy from Georgetown that used to play with... Um, Abubakar, what was his name? Abubakar Al? I don't remember. Abubakar Al? I don't remember. I always love that name. Because he used to say, like, Abubakar Al used to run it. Like, he, Murray used to sell Coca-Cola. Yeah. Like, like, like black market Coca-Cola, like for money. <laughs> Instead of the vending machine, he undercut them. And, oh, my God. And Abubakar, That's hilarious. And Abubakar Al used to come to him to borrow a condom and buy a Coca-Cola. <laughs> Look at this. Majestic map and scientific map of March Madness basketball legacy. Wow. Yeah, real brother. Scientific map. Scientific. Oh, what's his name? What what's his what is his name? Change his name to something like that. Uh Ron Artest? Yeah. Metal World Peace. Yeah, Metal World Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is he still Metal World Peace? He's, no, he's full he's he's fully changed his name to Metal World Peace and his the, his jerseys will say World Peace. World Peace. Right. Yeah, it's not Ron Artest. Yeah. And the people call him Meta. Metal World Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. I um I had a little kid. I when I was little, I lived in these apartment buildings. Uh, you, you know, I ran yeah. up to the roof. Yeah. Um, there was a kid that lived in one C. I was in two D at the time. In one C, his name was Rizwand. I guess he was uh you know Indian kid. He was a couple of years younger than us. I was I want to say if I was eight, he was maybe five. Right. And Rizwand w- was infamous in the building in all the buildings because Rizwand used to swing his door open into the actual hallway of the building completely naked shake the front jump shake his ass and close the door again great and and any and he used to do it like throughout the day throughout the week throughout the months like Rizwand used to always just come out and just shake his little thing and then shake his ass and then slam the door close everybody would be like Rizwand Rizwand we loved it 
Yeah, he loved it. Yeah, it wasn't like a thing. You know, it was like it was funny as hell. Right. I, I don't even know. I don't even think he was really trying to be funny. <laughs> I just think he didn't know any better, and he would just dance. What nude. do you mean you don't know? Yeah, but what? But what do you mean you don't know any like better? He was like, five, so I think it was like more like very. It was very infantile. Right. Like, I think he would just like it's, you know it's Rizwan, but we were like Rizwan. <laughs> shake his ass. Again. Yeah. Like, What's he doing now? Do we know? I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's now he's a forty year old man. He, he was just so. arrested for storming the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> He was caught because he was shaking his ass and yeah, balls. Yeah. yeah, no, dude. Chris, yeah. can you please tell me if you know of any place that I can go if I want to get a little bit of discreet counseling? Off the top of my head, the number one place that I th- I'm thinking of is betterhelp.com. Well, what's that? I got to go to some office? No. What's that? I got to pay outrageous prices? Nope. Well, I got to wait two weeks to start it? Nope. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Get a discreet, licensed counselor to hear whatever it is you want to talk about for a great price. If you put in the promo code Hey Babe, you actually get 10% off the first month. 10% off American. Go to 10% as far as I'm as far as I know, I was told 10% American money wherever you, you could be in Islamabad, Pakistan. Right. You're still gonna get off 10%, 10% American for the first month by going to better help. Not health, better help, H E L P dot com. Promo code Hey Babe, H E Y B A B E. 10% off the first month. It's just the, it's the right thing to do. I can't believe I asked you that because you had all the information I needed. At, Sal, a lot of th- times I'll see you doing things and I'll say, why don't you just ask me? Yeah. And I'm happy that on the podcast, you decided to ask me. Remember that time I was just putting a straw into an orange and you were like, you should just pour yourself a glass of juice. Yes. I should defer to you more often. Who, where, and where do you think, because like I was just like you. How many times did you see me putting the straw into the orange? A lot. How did I learn to start drinking orange juice? Betterhelp.com. Betterhelp.com is where I learned that you don't have to do that. It's just in the commercial, do they stick the straw in the orange juice? You know what? It makes sense because we could all use betterhelp.com. Backslash, hey, babe, for 10% off. Who doesn't want 10% off the first month of anything? I want 10% off everything. They're getting me spoiled. Yeah. BetterHelp is getting me spoiled. Yeah. I, I storm into a room now. The first thing I say is, I want 10% off. I, I, want 10%. I don't care where I am. Yeah. If they come to, back to this show and they want to advertise and say, we love your fans so much. They've been, they've been supporting BetterHelp.com slash HeyBabe so much. We want to give you 20% off. I'm going to say, no, it's going to stay at 10. That's right. <laughs> that right. just feels right. We're it's not just, trying to take advantage. It just feels right. BetterHelp.com slash HeyBabe. So I'm sitting at home yesterday. Ooh. Yep. Pray tell. Yeah. All of a sudden, I get a knock at the door. No. It's the postman. Postperson. Yeah. I, I, I say, you say, I have a package for you. Okay. I said, okay. Did you I, know who it was from? No idea. Okay. I open up the package. What happened? I pull out a t-shirt. Oh, t-shirt. I look at the t-shirt. Yeah. You know what t-shirt says? No. Ask me about my butthole. What about your butthole? It's clean. But the t-shirt said that. The t-shirt didn't say that you asked me, I, I said ask me about my butthole, and you said what about your butthole, yeah. and I said it's clean. But the t-shirt said ask me about my butthole. Why? Because if, if you would ask me, if you would ask me a week ago about my butthole, I would have said it's dirty. But right now it's clean. What happened in the time from last week to today? When I opened up that package, not only was it a t-shirt that said ask me about my butthole, there was also a device in there, and it said hellotushy.com. And I said, hellotushy.com? Yeah. What's going on? Wait, I thought I never said goodbye to my tushy. Yeah. Hellotushy.com. It's a, it's a type of bidet. You put it on your existing toilet. It sprays water directly into your butthole. It saves me 80 
50% on toilet paper. I'm telling you, I went to go wipe my butt yesterday after using this tushy. I said, what the hell am I using? 80%? You didn't even need the toilet paper. For me, because I, for me, I have the, I'm the kind of, I have the kind of fecal matter where I usually use in one sitting, I can use 80% of a roll of toilet paper. That's how much fecal matter comes out of my butt. That is frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Instead. Do you need electricity for this? No electricity. So it's it's ready to go right out of the package. Ready to go right out of the package. Literally, if I went right, if I was in Islamabad, Pakistan right now, yeah, I could have my tushy. Don't even worry about if there's electricity in the part of you town don't you're have in. To worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. as long as you got running water. Your butthole can remain clean. I'm this is some some sort of revolution. It's a revolution. And How many people are doing this? Millions. What? They even have a new one. The 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 three model. And what if I already have a tushy from in the past? You upgrade to the 3.0 model. Guess what you got to do? Why? Go to hellotushy.com, promo code HEYBABE. We're going to give something. We're going to give a promo here. Yeah, well, yeah. Actually, go to hellotushy.com slash HEYBABE. You get 10% off plus free shipping. Hellotushy.com slash HEYBABE, 10% off plus free shipping. I tell you right now, I give you my word. I give the list as my word. I'm not going to go another day without blasting water up my ass. Yeah, I know. Weird names like that. I, um, I'm i trying to think of anybody else because... I have a bad one. What do you got? This this poor Asian girl I knew was named Intaporn. What? Oh. But spelled weird. I'll never... She had the longest grade school run. Why would he... Why would their family do that? Intaporn. Intaporn. Uh, yeah. Did you ever see the name of that? It comes... I always... Like I always forget it Like I remember it But I forget the name It comes up at the beginning Of every Family Guy episode There was a writer Or a producer on there It's a woman And her last name Is like longer than Most last names Okay And it's I, Every time I see it And I try to say it real fast See if I can pronounce it And it goes away And she's it's, a writer It's unmistakable The name though It's like It's like Sherry Something or other And it, it The last name is like I think it's like 20 letters Go to maybe Writers pimp See that name right there Sherry Sherry <laughs> Shever Pratadumarong. It's that's really tough to. I mean, how you can click you, on her? We don't have the. We don't have this. Like the. I don't know. To, to me, I, I mean, Sherry, most, most people would have to do a double take on that name. Her right? name is Shever Shever Pravat Shever Pravat Dumarong. Sherry Shever Pravat Dumarong. I, I have to see you, what she looks like when you say it. She have a private do right now. I can get it. She's a small white woman with blonde hair. <laughs> Let's see what can we pull but out like, Google can, image. Now that, you, now that I know it, I can say. Sh- uh, sh- she have well, a private do well, wrong. Well, maybe it's cherry or cherry because it's spelled cherry. There she is, Sherry Chava Pramadut wrong. Boom. Um, I, I, let me see. It's probably cherry or if it's cherry or cherry. You think it's cherry? I think it's cherry. So then, then the, the second name also starts with a ch. Or maybe it's like alliteration. So it's cherry. Sheva Doomrong. So she probably is from. I would guess Sheva Prama Doomrong. Maybe from Vietnam. Could be. I, I don't know. But I mean, now that you say it, I could say it. Oh, cherry Sheva Prama Doomrong. Cherry Sheva Prama Doomrong. When, when the, when the, uh, also known as Sherry, cherry Sheva. They okay. call it Cherry Sheva. Okay, Sheva. So, but oh, she's when, from Columbus, Ohio. Well, there you go. Ty. So when, Ty, when, when, when every time the Family Guy starts, I always see it, but it goes so fast. I'm just like, oh my God, what was that name? I mean, executive producer of Family Guy and co-executive producer of Warville, you make a lot of money, honey. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18 letters in the last name. Chev... Six syllables. I mean, name another... Oh, look, there's the pronunciation. You can click on it. I haven't met her because I've been on the Orville set too. Uh, I guess you've been on the Orville set. Yeah, why are you on the Orville set? Um, uh, pals with a guy that uh, runs helps run both of the shows. 
How was it being on the Orville set? Awesome. Got him. It's yeah. like you're walking around. It's almost like the Starship Enterprise. You're walking around like a spaceship. Because Orville is like a funny Star Trek, right, kind of thing? Yeah. Anything. By the way, Seth MacFarlane, in my opinion, is one of the greatest comedy so minds funny. of ever in history. I know. I mean, the amount of stuff this guy makes is insane. What a cool middle name, Woodbury. Woodbury McFarland. Wow, that's when so cool. When did Family Guy come out? That was his big Cleveland thing, show. right? American Dad, by the way, is unbelievable. Like, Jay turned me on to it. Right. And I started watching it, and now I love it as much as Family Guy. Cleveland's also great. He's just really fun. You know what's so weird? Him and the uh, South Park guys always beefed over the years. Like, they don't like him. What? I, they, I think they... they like, I don't want to get this wrong, but I think they think, like, he does easy comedy. He and, doesn't, And I though. will say this, though. I think the South Park guys are, like, gods, too. South I really Park, think they're yeah. really important. Their work is important because it's like they yeah. are able to skewer any topic and bring a little levity to, to these hot-button issues. And, like, I don't know. I just, I really think they're geniuses. But they do two different things. I respect them both. Dude, the yeah. South Park guys are legit geniuses. They, I think, actually are the best comedy minds yeah. of all time. Of truly, our, I, of truly I do believe they're mind-blowing. Yeah. But Seth MacFarlane does not do easy comedy. Seth MacFarlane does, is Ted, Family Guy, America Dad, Cleveland Show. These are fantastic shows. I would say, like, even out of every single show, any comedy, animated or not, Family Guy, American Dad, those shows, they have the highest chance that I'm actually going to laugh out loud while I'm watching it. Like, yes. he, it's, it's a, it's a no-brainer. I, I don't love the early, early, earlies anymore. If you watch it, you see how it grew. But, like, I'll throw on any Family Guy at any given moment and just start Yeah, but you got to understand, also, when he made Family Guy, dude, he was only, like, 26 or 27 years old, so he grew He's got to be worth like a billion dollars. Uh, recruited to Hollywood, he was an animator and writer first for Hanna-Barbera, I remember that, for several television series including Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken, Dexter's Laboratory, I Am Weasel, and Larry and Steve. Yeah, this guy's had a phenomenal career. Yeah, I, I mean, mean you ever see somebody him, who's three so, years older than me? I was gonna say, guys. <laughs> well, you ever like look back and say, like, okay, so he made the Family Guy when he was twenty six years old. I'm thirty six years old and am wearing a Carhartt jacket. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that means when he was my age already, he was already 10 years into one of the most iconic cartoons, animated shows of in American history. Unbelievable. You ever just do that and then look back and then you just feel worthless as a person or or you don't do that? Any, like, no, I Because do you've accomplished so much in your life and career. You always, can do, you always feel like you can do but more. But you always think about like, Jesus, when they had that, you know, I, when that guy was my age. Yo, he yeah, had 10 oh, times as much. Big time. Because I, I actually didn't uh, find really good fortune or good luck until I was late, uh, later in age two. No, what were you, 35 when Jokers came out? Yeah, but that's 35 is, you know, almost 40. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Like 35 is, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. I mean, it, it could have not happened. You know, it yeah. happened. I was lucky. But I would tell you that I went to Seth MacFarlane's house for a Christmas party. Oh my god! <laughs> he has he has, and this he, has been hey babe. But <laughs> 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 where are we at? Uh, We're at fifty. We are. Uh, no, he has. He throws. Oh, we really should have ended it. <laughs> you, you want you want to do it? No, no, no. We got to get this. That's not fair, right? Because we're not going to be meet again for. So long. So he he has a Christmas party every year. It's well known. It's like one of those ones was like, it's like the 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 it party. L Los Angeles or New York? L A. Okay. And um, it's a, I mean he throws a bash, like the the ones you see in like movies. Like it's a black tie affair. Right at his house. Beautiful home. Yeah, I mean I didn't see it all because it's like 
just parts that were closed. Right. But when I tell you, so like the 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 guy I know that's friend, that's friends with him, he's like, oh, come to the party this year, you know, whatever. We're like, all right, let's go. We fly out to LA. You and the guys, you and the other jokers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we get to his house, and uh, it's just mayhem outside the house. He has snow. It's snowing in Los Angeles. He gets a snow machine. It's snowing at his house. There's snow on the floor. There's a lot. Before you even walk in, there are these. This was. I think he changes it up every year. So this was the year I went. There was like snow globes, actual snow globes, but made out of like plastic, on the front property in snow. And you got in them, and then like you, there was a professional photographer, and he took pictures in the snow globe and everything. Yeah. And then you go to the house, you got to get checked in, and then he had like I guess tennis courts on the house in a dome. And so he takes the tennis courts out and he makes that whole dome where the tennis courts are. He puts in like carpeting and a stage and couches and it gets catered and it's this huge room. And there was a literal orchestra, like a, like when you go to like a jazz, like right. there was an or like a 20 piece orchestra playing music. Everybody's in tuxedos. There's food, there's a caviar being passed around. It's like You were told you have to wear black tie. I, I, I didn't. I, I decided to go like a, I, I was trying to be like hip, and I wore like a shirt and tie I think, but I didn't wear like I didn't I didn't have a tux. I wasn't gonna, gonna buy it though. Yeah, rent, yeah. rent a tux. Were you the only one without no, a tux? No, no. There was it was various stages of dress, but but I would say the lion's share of people were in tuxedos and proper gowns, like right, wow, ball gowns. But it was still like a rager. Right, like it was crazy. Like, like I, like I would sit down, like Ted Danson's sitting right next to me. I'm like, oh my god, it's Ted Danson. Yeah, who I later found out, uh, his family watches the show. Amazing, uh, and, and knows the show. Can you believe that? That stuff blows my mind. Ted Danson's I, family watches the show. Ted Danson watches the show. Ted Danson has a. He's married to Mary Steenburgen, and they have a show named Charlie McDowell. a friend of mine. He's visited set before, and amazing. he's like, "Oh yeah, they love the show." And it's just like we found all that. But I didn't know at the time, and I, I wasn't going to bother him. I had Ted Danson sitting to my left. I swear to God, Christina Aguilera sitting to my right. I was sitting the on best. a couch alone. I went, so we went, but I was I was alone. You know, like, right. so they got up to, and I just felt like really weird, and I just didn't say anything to anybody, but. Uh, and then at one point, uh, I guess uh, Frank Sinatra's um, sister, Na is it Nancy? I don't know. Not Nancy, I don't know. She gets up and she starts singing. And then Seth MacFarlane, do you know this? He sings on the show. He's singing the the, the he sings the uh, theme song. But he's he could have been a professional singer. Like he's phenomenal. He sings like Sinatra. He's a crooner. It's unbelievable. Wow. He actually has six studio albums. <laughs> there you go. So he's he he performed as a singer at Carnegie Hall and the Royal Albert Hall in London. Six studio albums in the same vein of his musical idol, Frank Sinatra, beginning with Music is Better Than Words in 2011. Everyone's He's been nominated for five Grammys. They, okay, so I didn't even know that. So everyone's drinking, dancing, pushing each other into the bushes, all that stuff. We're having a great rain all time. And then he jumps up there. The big band starts. He's singing Christmas songs. He's singing Sinatra classics. Ted Danson's there. Christina. It was just a wild party. Then Marilyn Manson comes in, right? So, so oh, my God. So we, we at the end of so we decide to leave, right? But Murr stays. And then Murray goes and sits down. He tells me later he sits down and he was on a bench and it was one guy and Murray and Marilyn Manson. And he said Marilyn Manson was like, I guess he was like having a good time and everything. Right. And uh uh, I'll tell you some stuff off the air, but then he went Patreon. But then Patreon. Then Mar he said Marilyn Manson. I think he said he went to one of the bathrooms. They got all the rolls of toilet paper, and then he went to the outside to the edge, and they were throwing they were throwing toilet paper rolls off the off the mountain, off the cliff of the the cliff that he lived on. Amazing. So Murray and, uh, was throwing toilet paper. He was toilet papering the neighborhood with Marilyn Manson. With Marilyn Manson. Yeah. 
So it was the most epic party you've ever been to in your whole life? Uh, yeah, I didn't go crazy or anything, but just to be there and to see, you know, who was there and to just... It was weird. It was in his house. It was a really cool experience. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, this is cool. Because everyone, like, also was, like, invite only, and I think you had to be cool. So it wasn't like you were at, like, an event. Right. Like, behind, uh, backstage at the Grammys, where it was, like, still people had this security. People would just... At the party, right? You know what I mean, so like what, what, what Christina Aguilera, she's just sitting there on the couch. Just, yeah, it's like, no one with her. Or anything there's no, like that. nobody's. No, it was like that, so. That was kind of a cool experience to just see people in their element How hanging out without not worrying about people approaching them. It was just all love. How long did you stay at the party? Um, my guess, three hours at least. Okay, three so you hours. You had a good time. You drank. You ate. Yeah. Yeah, snow machine. It was really cool. Yeah, and then yeah. what do you do after that? That's the thing. It's like when you do that, go hotel. to the party. Just go back to your hotel. Yeah, it is a weird. It is a it's weird. A, it's thing. a weird thing because yeah. now you're like, I'm, now I'm just in an Uber back yeah. to the hotel. You, know, you get off stage. You ever play like the show of your life? Yeah, it's like you know, X amount of people. You, the place is rocking. You tore the house down, and then eight like eight minutes later, you're in this. You're in alone in the hotel room trying to order like a quesadilla before room service well, closes and watching Mario Lopez. Well, that's the thing. It's like when you like 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 shut up, Mario. Lopez. Shout out Mary Lopez. When you like are fame, you know, like famous, you know, doing things like that. Mo like you know, you get a guy like a Drake or an Adele or even a Seth MacFarlane. Most of the day, most of the time, most of their day, most of their life is just average Joe Schmo stuff that we all do. It's just little moments of their life that make them unbelievable superstars. Like Drake is doing. A sold out arena with the flying Bugatti through the thing. Right. That's only two hours of his day. <laughs> right. The rest of it, he woke up, he brushed his teeth, he's sitting there on his phone yeah. thinking about things to do. Yeah, he also think? he also had to exfoliate at some point. That yeah, day. Or, or he's just yeah. sitting in a car trying to take a nap because they're in traffic in the Midtown Tunnel. That's correct. Like, so it's like, sometimes I think what people are like, oh, what it must be like to be famous, it's like, most of your day is exactly the same as it is wherever you are in your life right now. Just those people have a have a better hour or two a day. Yeah, they have an inner circle that sees them at there. Unless you become so famous or so out of touch that your life really becomes this eccentric, weird thing. Because some people become that character. Right. They really do. Like, you know, even us, like, we're here, like, all right, like, we're, we're, we're doing the podcast, but we're moving and shaking. We're trying yeah. to bang off each other and make something yeah. entertaining here. Yeah, so, yeah. And, you know, we, we pull... We, even myself, like, you know, it's not like I, this is exactly me, but, like, I'm also not always just no, just extra like this, right? No. You know, I don't even speak English. I just do it for the podcast. <laughs> Most of the time I speak full, <laughs> I speak with a, a, an Irish bro. <laughs> yeah, but, like, unless, unless you get, like, if you, unless you just get into that person, you become, like, off the reservation. I think most people, and that's something that I was, like, surprised and uh, pleasant to, to find out about people because I w once I got in the public and I had access and got to meet other people like that were f like either famous uh, different levels of fame and and get to know some of those people it was like refreshing to be like oh thank god we're just all people trying to figure this out it's just normal people yeah, like some yeah. of the most famous people you I get know a little nervous you know like yeah because like you know sometimes you get in a in, a, in someone's you know, in, in in line with someone that's like crazy famous, right? And then you're even like, oh, I I never know what to say to anybody. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, I know. I know. You know. Yeah, you just kind of like, you're just like, the more normal you treat them, the more normal you get treated back. A hundred percent. That's that's, right. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's weird because yeah, no matter who you are, you do the same four things, just a nicer way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, everybody, no matter how famous or not famous, or everybody woke up today, brushed their teeth, thought about what was for breakfast. Yeah. And then maybe some points of their day are a little different. Like maybe some people are going to an office job that they don't like. And some people are going to, you know, sell out freaking MSG. But really, 
It's just like the majority of the day is the same. And I don't get why people like are so fascinated with celebrity. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. Maybe it's something they have in common or something like, it's almost like music. You know, like someone's art makes you feel a certain way and then like so oh, that yeah. they mean more to you. But people put yeah, so much celebrities emphasis. on a pedestal. It's Dude, I never got either too. Like when you're when you're like on a set and you're doing something and then like if you're like a, a, a lead in the show or, or, you know, a post or whatever part, big part of the show and there's like a line to get food, they're like, oh, you cut the line for the- Never. I would never, and yeah. every time that has ever been offered to me, I say no immediately because <laughs> I'm like, not only does, does that, in my opinion, devalue the others, it's also, I'm the most replaceable. <laughs> All I'm doing is saying words that somebody else wrote. These guys, the key grips and the camera engineers went to school for it. <laughs> if they decided to get up and walk away, we genuinely have no show. If I walked away, they would just, they would just, they could replace me with a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it'd be the same thing. No, but it's true. And I hate when they there's this thing. If people that like don't know, like on on sets or in, in this industry, they'll call the actors or the whatever talent. Yeah, no. So they they're like, and it's so cringy. I hate. I it. remember when I first saw it. And I'm like, I don't. And it, but but that is like industry lingo and completely acceptable on every single set, TV. To, but I can't stand like, where's the talent? That's for the talent. That's for the talent. And I'm like, uh, in on our show, and the, they have never said the word talent because you decade. told them don't do it. No, no. They they. I mean, literally, it's it's a, even everyone. They go on even. set. They do it the other way. They're like on coming on set now. The impractical jerk offs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might have gone too far the other way. Where people on and I'm just like, asshole, I'm like, so, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're like, I am technically your boss. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I man. have actual, I have actual uh, uh, video, I have actual video and photographic proof of who killed Princess Diana. This has been Hey Babe. Don't be a fake, don't be a flake, don't run away.